Are you interested in learning to play an instrument? What kind of instrument? Banjo, fiddle, guitar, and the violin. I bet somebody out there is. Tell them about it. John Paul USA's got what you need to begin your musical journey today. We have in-person and online lessons for everyone. Visit us online at johnpaulusa.com and click Private Lessons. Tell us about yourself and we'll get in touch with you to discuss what package will best fit your budget and schedule. I'm J.P. Mathis. I'm Fiddlin' Leona. Contact us today. johnpaulusa.com Hey there, friends. It's your co-host, JP, from the JP Paul. Have you ever been riding around in your car and suddenly think, I need some of Fiddlin' Leona's music? Well, my friends, I have the remedy to your problems today. Visit FiddlinLeona.com, the Internet's one-stop shop for all things Fiddlin' Leona. FiddlinLeona.com, you can purchase legitimately signed CDs from the artist herself. You can also learn about all the latest news and upcoming concert dates. Don't forget to visit FiddlinLeona.com today, F-I-D-D-L-I-N-G-L-E-O-N-A. One. You're listening to the JP Pod, and I'm JP. I'm fiddling, Leona. How's everybody doing today? How you doing, fiddling, Leona? I am trying to survive from this winter again yeah we thought we were away from it at first and then it came back fairly heavily so spring was actually the trees are blooming all around us and and all that good stuff but uh uh, it seems like winter's got just a little bit more to do with us now i don't like cold i don't either my fingers get so cold Oh, that's the biggest reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's your most, and it's my index fingers <laughs> on both hands. That's like the coldest oh, tipping point hands. of my body. Oh. Okay. You believe that? I guess so. So, like, all of my coldness comes to your point. Migrates and... to the end of my <laughs> index fingers. But it should be the middle finger because it's longer. True. If you notice, when you hold your hand up, the middle finger is longer <laughs> than the index finger. The longest. Yeah. Yes. So, so I don't know. All of my coldness goes straight to the tips of my fingers, huh. my index finger. And that bothered you more than anything. Yes, yes. That's my primary problem with the cold, <laughs> is, is the end of my fingers. My cold problem is always things get heavier. Like jackets and uh, sweaters true. and boots and socks. True, like true, you true. You have to wear so many things. Yeah, yeah. You're walking around. You look like Stay Puft Marshmallow yes. Man. You're just poofed <laughs> out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, how many how many poofs do you have on? <laughs> Whoever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so so anyway, uh, so where are we at? Uh, latest news. Latest news. Latest news. What is our latest news? Latest news. Well, we we've been playing a little bit. Been having some concerts and uh-huh, stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, had a had a cool concert uh, a little over a week ago. Yeah. Over at uh, Northeast State Community College. You call it? I call it the nest. There you go. Now I've never heard anybody refer to that <laughs> as the nest, but maybe me. But it makes sense because it's Northeast N-E, <laughs> not really, but State S-T. I know, you explained that on the, not previous, but the one before, so if people who is listening to this have already, been, know. already well, 
I, you know, I'm, I'm continuing you. my advocation for the... <laughs> and that everybody's thinking, like, there you go, this nice story ah, True, again. true. Well, I'm continuing the advocation <laughs> of... Uh, I'm, I'm advocating the nest uh-huh. as terminology for na- Northeast State Community College. That was a pretty neat theater, though. It was, actually. I'd never been in that... Uh, that well, I guess it's probably not really new, but it's uh-huh. newer. Yeah. But uh, I hadn't been on that campus in... My gosh, almost, <laughs> almost literally two decades. Huh. So, uh, a lot of building and stuff's been going on yeah. since I last. And uh, they are still continue building. Yeah, something. yeah, they're building something uh, between the college and the Tri Cities Airport. Airport. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I don't know what that facility is. Maybe it's part of the Airplane School yeah, Technology true, Center true, true. or something. Yeah. Mm. But I like that theaters that exit. Or whatever, like you have to go around because it's yeah, it's like a hill. It's it's almost like a that theater makes me feel almost like a new movie theater. Uh uh It's got the bigger seats, uh, padded. They they appear to be well padded. Yeah. Uh, And there's actually enough room in the aisle way. I don't know if you noticed. Mm -hmm. There's enough room in the aisle way where a person, a normal legged, normal legged person, (laughs) that's sitting there can allow somebody in front of them just to walk by. Oh, okay. I there's see. a, there's a, you know, like at the movie theaters when you lounge and lay down at those, those big fancy seats. Uh-huh. Whenever you do that, you know, there's still room for people to walk in front of you. But I don't know your normal size is, is like same as my normal size. Well, maybe not, but you know, probably a little bigger than your normal size. Yeah. But I will say this: even in Japan, uh-huh. unlike the the short airplane trips, uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever realized this or not. You know, if you're just riding for like an hour and a half or something, uh-huh. well, number one, you're flying on a huge jet. Uh-huh. You know, seven Boeing seven seventy seven or an Airbus three eighty or something like that. Yeah just for like an hour and a half flight but the seats in economy mm-hmm. are on the japanese planes bigger there's more leg room really yeah than even on the international american flights uh well yeah i don't know it, because it's so tough for me to judge right because i'm always sitting next to you which you are Way taller than normal size. Right. So, <laughs> so like, my knees up in even, the back. even, like, uh, it was so tough to sit right next to you when you're big. You don't understand how uncomfortable I, I, that is. I, 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 I do, actually. And you know why? <laughs> because, literally, I used to have to wedge myself in between seats. Uh-huh. And it feels so good. Now I can just sit down and still have a couple of inches. Does that make sense? On your butt On area. the sides. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand. Every time I sit in those seats, yeah. I'm like, wow, these things used to be But like. still, your legs are all over my place. Yeah, my legs like, are everywhere. It's in, like, taking about 30% of my seat <laughs> area. And then I dump all of, like, <laughs> if I'm not using my neck pillow, I throw it in the floor on your side. <laughs> Yes. Or my shoes, if I take them yes. off, my boots usually. Oh, gosh, yeah. I, I usually slide them over on you. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. And then, like, I, we always, I always have to have my fiddle with me. So either fiddle goes on top of us or bottom of. Under the seat. Yeah. 
and it's just like it's already taken so much of my space anyway right. and you get on top of that so it's pretty tough for me but it seemed like it uh, uh we we travel fairly well now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so why, how did we get to this i point? don't i have oh that uh, yeah the theater thing oh the theater the scene yeah at the nest was right maybe for the airport okay and somehow that yeah. got into that section but before we forget uh we do have an upcoming shows it's now it's oh actually okay. we've been forgetting about biggest thing what's this the biggest thing podcast oh anniversary yeah this is the one Yay! year one year anniversary of the jp pod <laughs> that As was you, the most important thing yeah i know forgetting. we totally forgot about yeah. that this but, is the one year anniversary is this uh, episode 18 yes that's not great but it's not <laughs> It's not great, but it's, it's not bad. No, 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 not too 18. bad. Eighteen. I was, I was hoping to, I was hoping to average two, at least two a month. Okay. Well, but that's, that's close. Not too bad. It's like one point five. Correct? <laughs> Is that correct, man? In one year, eighteen episodes, and that would be one point five, an average of one point five episodes per month. One point five. Anyway, did I? Did I know? Well, there'd be twelve if there's one, and then there'd be six more, and that's eighteen. <laughs> See, that's how I do, man. Oh, my gosh. What? I, I just, we'll talk about that thing later on. Okay, yeah. I, I'm hitting I all the subjects early on. In this country. But anyway, before we forget, yes, this is our anniversary. Yeah, first year of one year. One year, yay. So we'll yeah. see how long we can get. But um, um, we need to mention upcoming shows. Upcoming shows. So do- we are back in March. Because okay. we started back This is in March, March now, right? Uh-huh. Okay. What do we have uh, what do we have for the month of March upcoming? Uh oh. Elks? Yes. Yeah, the Elizabethan Elks Lodge <laughs> in Elizabethan, Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh, That's getting pretty really deep local. Yeah, it's a it's like a club or uh-huh. something. I've ne- I I don't really know what they do. In the club? Yeah, I have no. I know they raise money for stuff. Uh huh. And then they have like a bar or restaurant that does music. Well, then and I stuff. guess that's the question you're going to ask when we play from the stage. Then they will tell you. Yeah, what somebody they use. there will let me know. <laughs> yes, like, they will tell you. <laughs> like, what goes on here, actually? Like, I don't. And they'll be like, rah, rah, yeah. and like oh, okay. said, what? Well,. Uh, <laughs> I was there. I was there. Well, I'm not going to go into that story because if you're not if you're not from around here, no, it don't you make wouldn't any sense. Never mind. I, but, I, I'll okay, save so that for the at stage. The Elizabethan Elks Lodge mm-hmm. is on March the 30th. March 30th, and that's a Saturday if I'm if my calendar looks correct. Yes. It start. It start 8:30. 8:30. I know. Oh, we man. used to go to bed about 9:30. 8:30. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Got to have. Energy but I think when I was younger and used to go to the Elks, their shows used to start at like ten. Oh. So I guess the the clientele wanted to back it up, start backing it up thirty okay. minutes so they could go and to bed. And then still eight thirty. Yeah, well, it's not too yeah, bad. It's not too bad. I guess. Yeah, I just can't do that midnight. Yeah, eleven thirty start. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. Start my show up at about six, and I'm done at eight. Eight. I can go eat and then go home and hang out and rest. Uh-huh. Be back before twelve. So anyway, that's Saturday night, March thirtieth, making our 
uh, world debut at the Elks. Yeah. Uh, I've never actually played a show there. I I, I sat in a few times when I was younger with other people that was playing, Mm -hmm. but I never, uh, I never actually did a show there. Hmm. My dad used to frequent the place often, Uh, but uh, so we've got that on March the 30th. Let's go ahead and uh, we're, we're working on some dates, but let's go ahead and just throw out what we've already got solidified. Okay. And then we, uh, as we add new ones, we can uh, put those in. Also, remember, you can always, uh, if, you're, uh, if you're looking for a duo or if you're looking for a full band, we can accommodate you in whatever entertainment needs you need for your event uh-huh. through John Paul USA. Just visit www.johnpaulusa.com and go to the top of the page, click something. What? Private lessons. <laughs> what? Click private lessons and then performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if you're interested in taking uh, fiddle, banjo, or acoustic guitar lessons, you can also fill out just uh, fill out the info sheet. Don't ask for too much. Don't ask for your social security number. Just ask for your name, email address, and maybe a daytime phone number. Mm-hmm. Is that is that about correct? Yeah. All right. So do you have the dates pulled up there? <laughs> I don't know what to... I just went into commercial mode. Yes, Sorry. I know. I didn't know. So, the in April, we are... Uh, this is a definite uh, show. April the 12th mm-hmm. of Friday at the station. We are going to be back at the station in, on, on 19E. In Rome Mountain. Yes. Uh, so, uh, and that's actually the kickoff to the Ramp Festival here in, uh, here in the southern Appalachian Mountains where... Uh, getting ready here in about a month or so to enter into the ramp season, which Mm is, as we've talked about earlier in the JP pod, if you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back and catch that. Maybe like episode two or three or something. (laughs) Uh, When did we talk about ramps? What? Ramps. When did we have a ramp section? Ramps. Uh, no, that's the second episode pod. two. Yes. Okay, so episode two. If you don't know what ramps are, go back and check out <laughs> episode two, and you'll find out that they're wild leaks. Yeah. But uh, we talk about that. But that kind of kicks off the ramp festival weekend there on uh, April the twelfth. Mm-hmm. Uh, got another another day of full day, I believe, of music and food and events the next day uh, on Saturday as well, the thirteenth. So. Come see us on Friday night and kind of kick the festivities off. And then come back up during the day on Saturday and enjoy some seasonal ramp food. Yep. And not like ramps, like bicycle ramps or motorcycle mm-hmm. ramps or anything just, like that. Just be stinky with us. You know? Yeah, come join the stink. <laughs> and that starts on that's April the 12th at 8 p.m. Yep. And uh, you can find them on Facebook and online. Just, uh, just check out the station at 19E, mm-hmm. Rome Mount. Yes, Tennessee. and then we'll be always posting these upcoming shows on our uh, website, Facebook. Yeah, the uh, com, the FiddlinLeona Facebook, Instagram, F-I-D-D-L-I-N-G-L-E-O-N-A. Hey, I put our commercials on the front of this episode. We've got some new commercials. That's the latest news. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine, like, he's making those you know, commercial saying when I am gone or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. It'd be better than if you were here. Well, true. Considering that our studio right now is in the kitchen. Yes. If you can hear like, <laughs> uh, like yeah. refrigerators cutting on and yeah. stuff around yeah. us. What, what, what was that? Yesterday I was cooking something, I guess like a cornbread or something. Yeah. 
and uh, you started <coughs> talking to yourself like you're doing a commercial or something. Yeah, I was just so, doing like a, a sound check. Yeah, so I just told him, I know you do that kind of like talk to yourself weirdness. <laughs> you do that. I know that, but you are not allowed to do that in front of me. Right, right. I have to do it when you're going somewhere. <laughs> yes. Okay. Please. Okay, so you don't like my commercial time. No, no. All right. Okay. So, so but, uh, 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 just throw out just a few. We've got a couple of later dates as well, but they're way late. Mm-hmm. We'll wait on those. Yeah, that'd yeah. be totally fine. Yeah. And like I say, just uh, just follow us. Uh, follow us on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on something else. Mm-hmm. Just follow us. <laughs> follow us on something else. Just follow us everywhere that you can, and we'll be right there. Mm-hmm. So now we got our next section is... Mountain Story Time. <laughs> I just want to make sure no, everybody knew no, that no, that's you, live. You, <laughs> you just messed up. <laughs> you think I did? <laughs> Well, I, boy, I recovered real well. Well, kind of, maybe. Maybe. Kinda. But anyway, we've got Mountain Story Time. What are we talking about on Mountain Story Time this episode? <laughs> well, like I said, we're back in the state. Right. And, of course, you know, we're in deep what mountain part of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're pretty deep. deep Almost yeah. as deep as you can get. You gotta go a few miles in to get right to the, yeah. the beginning of it. <laughs> big timeness. Yeah, yeah. Beginning of a big timeness. Yeah, just a few miles away. Yeah. But uh so we're trying to settle in, you know, be to be able to just kinda uh, <sighs> I remember what this mountain story time is. Yeah. Let me put my pick <laughs> All right, so so you know we've rented a place while we're here, mm-hmm. uh, apartment, mm-hmm. uh, nothing too massive, no, uh, but fairly medium size, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? I mean, to me, it's totally fine. Well, from what we were st- what, we, what we were dealing with in Tokyo, I feel like I'm living in like a mansion or something. <laughs> like, man, this is the biggest apartment ever or something. Yeah. Whereas most people be like, boy, this is small, but nah. But anyway, so uh, so we're back here, and so you know we find you know we found us a place fairly quickly, and uh, well, like I said, we are we were about you know moved in, mm-hmm. and uh, you know be able to cook a little bit, yeah, yeah, you know, just be able to survive type of a situation, and the most necessary thing is water and the power, right? And which we had water and power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, right at the coldest week of the year, <laughs> yes, uh, our you know we'd been in here what a week or two, mm-hmm. and everything was going fine. Well, actually, let me start. Initially, when we came <laughs> in, our hot water heater didn't work. But I thought you know the apartment been empty for a while, so yeah, you know maybe just needed some adjustment. So <laughs> called in some guys, and uh, they showed up, and they. You know, fixed it. It worked for about five days. Is that right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, then it went out. and uh, We were trying to get a hold of a repair person, which, as you know, especially around here, I guess anywhere, honestly, it's like, it takes a while. So it took us, what, about <laughs> almost oh, wow. four days? Yeah. So four days we didn't have hot water. 
and if you've ever watched uh, if you've ever watched TV a long time ago <laughs> and you ever watched the uh, uh, that TV show Little House on the Prairie mm-hmm. I was like Charles Ingalls I felt like I felt like it was a frozen tundra an endless field outside like uh, wherever they're at um, <laughs> That TV show, I don't know, Wisconsin or Minnesota. Minnesota, I believe. But just a prairie land, just a frozen tundra. And here we are, and with no hot water, we had to boil water on the stove. Well, yeah, especially for me, because I can't deal with... I I survived a couple of cold showers. No, 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 no. (laughs) That's not even just a cold water shower, you know. Well, what I'm it, it, like I say, it was so cold. <laughs> you know, it was like almost zero Fahrenheit uh-huh. of the night uh, for two or three of those days, and like so, even the water coming in's almost froze uh-huh. underground. Yes. So, so it's it's like you are like constantly told to do that. The ice bucket challenge. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like an endless ice bucket challenge. Yeah. And, uh, so, but anyway, so, so we're, you know, we're dealing with that and like uh, uh, bath time mm-hmm. was beginning to get on my nerves because it was taking like two hours. <laughs> I get how people back in the old times, I could yeah. imagine too, if you had to build a fire in the stove oh, to heat the stove mm-hmm. and then heat your water, mm-hmm. like no wonder people back then didn't take many baths. No. It was a big ordeal. Yeah. It took forever. I'm sure. So anyway, well, so we're spending like, you know, like 90 hours a week or something. Like, <laughs> boiling, boiling all this water. water. But carrying. you had really warm baths, though, didn't you? Yeah, I did. That I, was really good. I mean, I had every every pot, every kettle, everything <laughs> that we could possibly have to warm up anything on. Yeah, it. and then like we don't, we were just moved in, so we don't even have much of the kitchen stuff that right. we could make bunch of hot water so i'm using like like tea kettles (laughs) and just anything that you can get hot yes so so anyway so so we survived that and finally you know the plumber guys come up could finally come back and i'm like oh thank god here they are we're gonna have warm Warm water water. (coughs) excuse me and uh excuse me i'm choking here just a little bit okay But anyway, so I'm like, we're going to finally have warm water. Uh-huh. So they come in, they fix it, and they said, well, just wait about an hour and it'll, 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 it'll work on you there. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, then. let me sit there and wait. So I sat there, twiddled my thumbs. I waited about 30 minutes. I can't never wait that full time period. I know. So we turned it on. It worked. That was uh-huh. fine. Well, then, I guess, was it like the next day or something? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The next day, out again. And we're like, oh, no. So same thing. About three days uh-huh. to get them guys back. Well, they come back, and I'm like, yeah, they're going to fix it. And they, and they went back into where the hot water heater is in a closet section. <laughs> and that guy came out, and he's like, I'm not touching that thing. I was like, how come? He said, that thing's burn up. And he showed me the cover on it, the thermostat or something <laughs> yeah. inside the hot water heater. He showed me the cover of it. And he said, look at this cover. It's melded off. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then he he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him to send in an electrician on this thing. 
Mm-hmm. He said, that thing might burn up or something. And I'm scared to death now at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so so he goes and he calls. And strangely enough, the electrician was here in like an hour. Mm-hmm. That's quick. And uh, so he shows up. And, well, he rolls in. And he's got his wife with him. He's taking her to the eye doctor. He's, <laughs> he's like, I've got, like, the first thing I wave at him down there at the bottom of the road. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, there. And he's like, hey. He's like. And then I ain't even introduced myself yet. And he's like, I've got my wife with me. I'm taking her to the eye doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's good. <laughs> uh, so he didn't have his work truck, so he didn't have all of his equipment with him. He came in here and looked at it. Took him about two minutes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I see what your problem is. I'm like, what is it? He said, who put this thermostat in? And I was like, well, them plumbers did that first time they fixed it. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, it's just the thermostat's burned up because... I don't know if you know anything about wires or anything, but there's like a, a naked wire yeah. that goes onto a screw. Mm-hmm. Well, they just wrapped it around, and that naked wire wasn't tight, tight. against uh-huh. the metal. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was enough space in between it was sparking. Yes. So that's what melted it. And he said, I said, well, do I need to call them back to get them to fix it? And he's like, no, I'll be right back. I'll just go get you a thermostat. So the electrician fixed my hot water heater. Yeah. And then come to find out it burned up that second time because they just didn't tighten up a screw. Yeah. So we always deal with this. I dealt with this one bunch one time <laughs> for heating and air. You remember those guys? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say their name no, or anything. No, because but, that just specifically says. Yeah, you can figure it out. <laughs> but they were, uh, uh, well, I don't know. There's two guys. <laughs> so so anyway, they needed guys. some, they was working on something to do with my I guess air condition. Yeah. yeah. They're heating and air. Mm-hmm. And I had one of those uh, insurance things, you know, yeah. where you pay each year and you can, everything's warranty. Mm-hmm. And so, but the, so they were the ones that they sent me. I had yeah. no choice. Mm-hmm. Well, they get up there and they're like, like, yeah, we can fix this thing here and blah, blah, blah. Well, they needed some pipe, like PVC pipe. Yeah. You would think that a person that worked on heating and air in their work truck mm-hmm. would have pipe. Yeah. They don't have any. Yeah. So they're like, oh, man. So one of them disappears for a minute, and then he comes back, and he's got a short little, like, three, four-inch piece of pipe. <laughs> and he's like, here, put this on it. He's like, oh. And then I was like, oh, do you have some pipe? He said, no, I just went over at your neighbor's. They had extra sticking out on the bottom. I just shaved off half of theirs. They don't need all that. And I'm like... <laughs> Gosh. Well, later those guys got in trouble, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, I saw them, their names on the TV. Yeah, yeah. they tried to... I think what it was is, if I'm correct, I may not... Don't, don't quote me on this, but I think they sold an old lady, told her that like her compressor was out mm-hmm. or something in her air condition. Uh-huh. They sold her. They said, we can get you a used one. Uh-huh. And they just sold her her own compressor. Oh, my God. So they really wasn't nothing really wrong with it. <coughs> Excuse me. But they got them uh, eventually, so yeah. they're off the market. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so so Mountain Story Time uh, uh, picking up deli- Oh, and what about the the UPS man? <laughs> Almost killed this guy. <laughs> so we've been ordering, you know, some stuff that mm-hmm. we need. Something, so, something it was something big, wasn't it? TV yes, it, or something? Yeah, it was a TV. Yeah. 
Uh, that's a, another long yeah, story. Yeah, I'll get into that some other time. <laughs> Golly, we could do a whole episode on that TV ordeal. <laughs> but I have to say thanks, Sony, finally. Yes. But And it just literally finally, like yesterday, yes. got better. But, but anyway, anyway, so the UPS guy's coming, and I think he's got a TV or something large. Mm-hmm. Well, I see him pull in, mm-hmm. and uh, we live up here in the loft section, mm-hmm. like on the penthouse up on the top <laughs> part. <laughs> and uh, so I see him pull in the driveway, so I, I go on down the steps, and, like, I, I'm thinking, this guy's really rude. Uh-huh. Like, I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's up in the van getting the box, and he, I'm like, he don't say nothing. So I start doing what I always do, which mm-hmm. which is, like, just randomly talking, like, well, I guess you're good, ain't you? Like, answering his <laughs> yeah. questions for him. Uh-huh. I, I, I may be one of the few people that do mm-hmm. that. And... Uh, so if he's not going to have the conversation, I'm going to have it with myself. Yeah. So anyway, he gets, he's got the box, and I'm like, hey, I was like, I said, hey, buddy, look, let me help you with that. Because mm-hmm. pretty steep steps. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, hey, let me help you. Well, he's still not responding. I'm thinking, man, this guy's a jerk. <laughs> like. Not even. I'm going to throw this guy off the porch yeah. <laughs> or something. Well, then I get, I follow him up the steps. And I get to the top of the steps, and he's beating on the door like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, beating it to death. Like, I'm chasing him, and he's trying to run in my house for some <laughs> sort of safe refuge or something. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I'm still behind him. And finally, I just peck him on the shoulder. I'm like, hey, man, do you want me to help you? <laughs> and he just goes, Bleh! He jumps and like literally, I didn't have to throw him off the porch. He almost fell Ew. off the porch. He's like, and then I realized he pulled something, the headphones or something, yeah, out of his was, ears. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, you almost gave me a heart attack. <laughs> oh, I mean, he was breathing like you heard him. Didn't yes, I didn't understand what that big noise was. He's like, <clears throat> he's like, you almost killed me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so anyway, so. So we finally got that. So and he didn't have a heart attack, I guess, unless he had one as he drove I hope off. Not, because that next guy who came up here was a different guy. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that guy didn't want to come back no more. But I was thinking, man, this guy's rude. No, like, he just, just couldn't hear me. No. But uh, so anyway, so so we've we're getting ready to leave Mountain Storytime, and we're going to move on to our segment called. Synchronized. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But anyway, so so today we want to talk about a little bit of uh, early childhood education mm-hmm. and we kind of the difference. Getting a little serious or something. Are we getting serious? No. Like getting serious with uh-huh. some music or something. But anyway, so so uh, Leona and I have both been doing a little bit of. Uh, substitute teaching mm-hmm. uh, i used to do it back when i was in college and stuff and of course you know i've been a teacher for for several years leona as well she's been teaching a lot of a lot of stuff and leona actually your degrees in early childhood mm-hmm. education mm-hmm. so so we're well versed in the areas of education both early and latter <laughs> but so anyway it kind of made us think about the difference because after being in japan for so for over a year, uh-huh. and then coming back here uh, and being reintroduced. It's been a long time since I've 
been around young, young learners. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. <coughs> You're dying. I know. I'm choked to death. <laughs> uh, go, go ahead and just uh, talk a little bit. Let me get me a drink of water. Okay. So, like I said, the people who is in the education, I don't know, department or the setting or however you want to say, um, kind of knows we as Asian has a little different education system right? than what you guys have in the States. Hold on a second. I want to see if everybody can hear me pour this water. Oh, it's fresh water going mm-hmm. into a stainless cup. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Keep going, Lee. I'm sorry to bother you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but um, like I said, I studied education, early childhood education thing in the States and then saw what's in the classroom or how things are taught mm-hmm. in school. And, of course, you know, a few of the same thing is happening or, uh, how do you say, like a method or... Right, right. Some of the, some of the stuff's the same. Uh-huh. Some are the same, but kids grow totally different. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? At the end, college kids here or there right. is like totally different. Yeah. So, so what's your, uh, so basically, well, here I'll just go ahead and explain what Leona and I were talking about the other day. It's the fact that, like, okay, I'm going to use Leona as an example. And I'm not saying one education system is better than the other no, or, no, or whatever. No. They both have good and bad points. Mm-hmm. No. So I'm not trying to advocate one way or the other. I'm just think it's interesting. Leona grew up literally right in the center of Tokyo. Uh-huh. Uh and she got more experience during her her education mm-hmm. like learning how to compost and plant gardens and grow plants mm-hmm. and uh milk cows. <laughs> Uh, pick rice. Yes. You actually learned your field trips were mostly those kind of things, right? Yes. Going to do something. Going to do something. Learn what we were actually like. Well, like how the things we are eating is made. Right. Type of thing. Yes. So, like how to clean, how to. Store, eat, yeah, cook. like it. How to grow something, right? So, so in Japan too, you also you have this this kind of thing, where like young kids and stuff, you know, like here, young kids will not eat vegetables most of them, mm-hmm. uh, or they don't like I don't know beef or something. But in Japan, it's not that picky. Is that well, correct? But I, I but I feel the reason I'm saying that is I feel like you get an understanding of your food because at a young age you understand that your food came from you know what i'm saying yeah you know where it came from i mean i would say it is a part of it Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not saying kids in japan they all eat vegetables or anything i mean that's not no it's of course kids they hate vegetables and Mm -hmm. all that but uh another situation is like i said we focus on appreciation right so it's 
be taught because you need to appreciate where the food is coming from.、Mm-hmm. You know, the people are growing those things and cooking those things. That's why you get to eat lunch right, at right, school right. type of situation. You appreciate、so. the process、yes. that brings it to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because, like, when we did it, like, growing stuff was, you know, kind of early age.、Mm-hmm. You know, like, Is this elementary, early elementary school? Yeah, elementary,、uh, first grade or something like that. You、mm-hmm. go to the garden and see how the、uh, flowers are doing or the tomato or tomatoes、mm-hmm. are growing type of thing. But, like, maybe second grade or third grade, you get to actually go to the field trip to the rice field.、Uh-huh. And everybody gets in the really muddy, yeah, like swamp, swamp yeah. area.、Mm-hmm. And you plant the rice and then go, you go back to the same spot、mm-hmm. back in later in fall time to harvest. To, yeah. I see. Yeah. So, like, you kind of actually get to know. How it's a. So you、word. put it in, then you pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then we pick the rice、right. from those whole entire thing、mm-hmm. and put them rice thing into the like a wine bottle. Uh huh. Like the seeds of rice. Seeds、or? of rice that's in the shell yeah, still. Yeah. Put it into the rice. Uh, uh, not the rice, a、uh, wine, like、wine bottle. And then you beat it with like a wooden stick going into、uh, down it. Down in the end of it? Yeah.、Uh-huh. And beat it to, you know, right crack the oh, shell. Oh, okay, to get the outside、yeah. to peel off of yeah. it. Yeah. And then you take it out, and then you still have to pick the sheds, sh-、uh, the shells, shells、mm-hmm. uh, off to see. Right, how to actually、done. get to the. Yeah. The true, I, I guess when you don't, I, I still don't understand. I've still never seen, you've never done that rice field experience. Yeah, I've never <laughs> done that, so I, I still have a hard time.、Mm-hmm. It kind of looks, I guess, like wheat, yes, or something. Yeah, it's, it's exactly <laughs> how it looks. And then, like I said, that tale that teaches kids how tough it is to make one ball of rice, right. True, true,、eating. true. Yeah, that makes you think about, like,、yeah. wow. So like, that's kind of like social studies stuff that we do. Okay. But here, you don't have yeah, not very that much type of, that of, kind of stuff. I mean, it's like the other day, I went to、uh, substitute for the、uh, Head Start.、Mm-hmm. And one of the kids, I mean, Head Start, so it's like four or five years old. One of the boys, after the lunch, You throw away your you know, trash and stuff.、Uh-huh. And he, he goes,、uh, I want to recycle. But in this country, you don't have that choice. Right, right. In, in a lot of situations. Yeah. Yeah, certain situations.、So、they must learn about recycling、mm-hmm. at school. But if there's no system provided,、mm-hmm. then what's that? Study is about. Well, it's true. I mean, even when I was in elementary school, we, I remember we used to always talk about recycling and stuff, but, you know, there was never no opportunity、mm-hmm. really,、uh, really to say so. That's, you, that's what, that's the thing. Like, from, even from elementary school in Japan, you are assigned to clean the hallway, clean the classroom, clean the、uh, bathroom. 
you do the lunch. Oh, like serving? serving. Right, right. You know, all those things. Huh. So, but there are people working there, though, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Custodians are there, and then they'll clean after we go home. Mm -hmm. But we are taught to clean up whatever you used. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, nobody really wanted to clean a bathroom, but that's... Part of the yeah, part of the deal. The education, it's the system. Yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like uh, you know here. I guess earlier on they used to have stuff like home economics, mm -hmm. and, and, and but then again, most of that stuff though was later on. But later it wasn't on, early. I know that's the problem. Mm -hmm. If it's later on, you already have the have your thoughts of either you like it. Or not. Right, right, right. Whereas if you just learn it when you're real little, you just when know how to do it. When you're little and then you're in this like bunch of same age group mm -hmm. people and you have no choice, mm -hmm. then you just do it. Huh. It is a, is a good point. Mm -hmm. Fairly good. One of my favorite things about, uh, uh, I guess, Japanese early childhood or elementary schools is, are those town or those uh, summer festivals and stuff. Uh -huh. I, I oh, got to that, partake in your yeah. elementary school's mm -hmm. local festival to raise money. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. But that that was kind of kind of interesting. But yeah, I don't know that much about Japanese schools. I can tell just by looking at them as I walk by them uh -huh. that they're operated in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. uh, but. I just don't know. I mean, other than some of the stories you've told me, mm -hmm. uh, it just feels like the Japanese school is like somewhere like I can't get into or something. Yeah, I mean, it, it is tough. I mean, like from first grade, you have to be always seated at the seated table right. desk, uh -huh. and when you are to answer the question that you're teacher has provided right you only raise your hands mm -hmm. and say hi for one time mm -hmm. and wait until she or he the teacher points you out so you can never say anything you can never say time. you have to be seated and then just raise what if i don't hear you well i mean until she or he See. looks at you mm -hmm. you have to wait huh. and when she or he pointed you right like like say like JP Gun or something. Yeah, yeah. Then you stand up, put your chair back in the desk, and so on. So this. Right? Your name, right? No, 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 no. You answer to the oh, question oh, that oh, teachers like you're giving asking. Her so so and so this answer this, mm -hmm. and you have to ask everybody in the class mm -hmm. is my answer correct. And everybody else will tell you yes or no. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's too stressful. And then when, say, when everybody <coughs> says your, correct was, you, your answer was correct, mm -hmm. and then you pull the chair, you are good to go to be seated. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's how you get to answer teacher so no wonder nobody wants to talk much in japan no <laughs> you no. have to go through all of that to... no 
And then, like I said, are we still... Um, I'm not really sure if nowadays teachers are still allowed to do that. But when I was in elementary school, there were still punishments. Right, so, right. you know, over what? here, you get like a ticket or something. Or yeah, the, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't how know how those now. rules are. When here. I was in, you could still beat kids. I mean, mm-hmm. Not beat them, but paddle them. Yeah. So usually... The pun- first punishment would be you go out to the hallway and right. stand there oh, until really? teacher comes out to I let see. you in. I see. Yeah. And if you are doing really, really bad, long time ago, like a uh, teacher would have put the water full like a jar in the bucket mm-hmm. and they had to hold it. Oh, oh like a strength yeah. thing. <laughs> well, I- yeah, that, that's the reason I didn't <laughs> ever go to school in Japan. Like, but my, like I said, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, like I said, it, it's not about which is, which is better or it's just know. the difference. It's, it's the difference. Yes, and then I mean, I wish I I had like a talent show and stuff that you guys do here. Right. I wish I had that type of opportunity. Right. Because I never got to play in front of anybody or true, true, you know true. do that unless it was assigned to do. Right, right. So, so yeah, that's interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about some educational stuff sure. maybe later on. Sure. Yeah, we'll get into math. <laughs> maybe we'll do a math episode. Oh my gosh. Okay. But uh, but anyway, we're getting ready to go into the last segment of the show, and it's called music time. evolving theme music <laughs> so anyway we kind of mentioned earlier that we played at northeast state community college of the nest, the nest. and that was the 23rd annual leon kaiser memorial concert uh-huh. and it's a concert that's held every year well for 23 years i used uh-huh. to, i was at some of the very early ones uh-huh. uh, and uh, all the proceeds for the the event is put on by the acma which is appalachian cultural music association uh-huh. And all the money that comes from that concert is given back to kids that are in college to, that are bluegrass music students. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you and I both, both got, got some of those scholarships that they help fund. Yes. I hope it helps them out. Well, I mean, it helped me. You know, it wasn't a full only. scholarship or anything, but it. I know, but now, I always used it to imagine, buy my books and stuff. I know, but imagine nowadays. No, I mean, I, the I, tuition is yeah. huge. Ever since, I mean, even since I was in, the tuition is like, yeah, I don't no. know, like quadrupled or something. Phew. So, but anyway, so they have this event. And also, too, they always try to honor uh, honor some people at mm-hmm. the event. Mm-hmm. And like this year, uh, posthumously, which, yeah, you know, I just threw posthumously out I think I don't know that word. You don't know that, that uh, terminology? Mm-mm. Uh, it means post posthumously. I, am post. I even saying that right? Posthumously. <laughs> but anyway, it's post, so it's after death. Oh. Like award something to somebody. Oh, right? okay. Huh. Yeah. Posthumous. But it's got post in it, which means P O S T, which means after. Okay. So I'm assuming it means 
after something. I guess posthumously means. Did you just say you're assuming? I'm assuming you don't know. I just know posthumously. Yeah. But anyway, so that was Tennessee Ernie Ford. Mm -hmm. Which interesting side note: last time we went to Los Angeles, yeah, we were just walking around on the uh, I guess Hollywood, Mm -hmm. the Star Walk or whatever, Mm -hmm. where they have all the stars, and not even particularly doing it. And we stopped and we were talking about something. We just looked down, and literally right between us was Tennessee Ernie Ford. I remember that. But uh, so uh, he was honored, and also Doyle Lawson uh-huh. uh, of Doyle Lawson fame. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Doyle Lawson in Quicksilver uh, uh-huh. played with uh, uh, Jimmy Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, played with Country Gentleman. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, storied storied career. Bluegrass album band. Bluegrass album band. All kinds. Yeah, so uh, he was being honored. We got to hang out and talk with uh, oh, man. Mr. Lawson for quite a while, probably about 45 minutes, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a pretty long time. I mean, We didn't intend to keep him, but he just kind of no, stood there in the I corner. Just, and... uh, I just wanted to take a picture with him. Mm-hmm. But he came in with that green jacket. Yeah, with uh, the diamonds and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like in. shiny. Yeah, yeah. He gets he gets he gets his jackets. He said from that same place, Porter Wagner uh-huh. place. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, but he he comes in and you know he was talking to other people and stuff. I didn't want to bother him mm-hmm. too bad, but I just uh, wanted to take pictures. Well, then we ended up talking about he ended up talking about Japan because mm-hmm. uh, he went there. I guess I'm going to assume maybe seventy two. Uh, Early 70s. I'm not exactly sure of which year, but uh, uh, he was talking about his first country gentleman mm-hmm. tour of Japan. And, the, you know, if you're into the country gentleman or into bluegrass in general, mm-hmm. uh, he kind of let us in on this little secret about the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and this is one of my favorite albums of all time, any music or anything, is the country <laughs> gentleman live in Japan. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a fun album. You can tell they're having a good time. Nice. Uh everything's live and just feels natural. Mm-hmm. And he was, you remember when we mentioned about mm-hmm. that tour, uh, you know, he went and uh-huh. uh, he's like, I believe I was the first mandolin player. True, true, because he was talking about the earlier people like Bill Monroe hadn't been there yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess uh, even Ralph Stanley, when he went there, didn't have a mandolin player with him. Mm-hmm. So... Technically. Technically, I guess he probably he was. Is, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, he was the uh, first mandolin, uh, supposedly, mm-hmm. uh, as far as we could tell. And he said that that live album, uh, <laughs> that I, and I'm assuming I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming it may have got lost in translation. Translation. Yeah. Which you know I understand how that could. Yeah. You understand oh, that I'm, as well. Uh-huh. But they knew at some, they were doing a tour like two weeks or something. Yes. They knew at some point in time during the tour, they were going to be recording mm-hmm. an album, live album. Yes. They just didn't have any idea. He said, what, the first night? Uh-huh. It was the first night show. Nobody actually said we're doing this tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just played the show, so they had no idea. Yeah, that was recorded. But that was probably, that's probably why I like it so much. Yeah. It's it's more everybody's more natural. Yeah, they had no idea yeah. that anything was turned on. Mm-hmm. So I guess in one way, I mean, I get that. Especially, I've been you know I've taught recording and stuff. Uh-huh. 
that that's a little trick. Sometimes you pull on people, you get them to play something. I know. Like, well, here, practice it a little bit, mm -hmm. and you've got them turn. You know, you've got yeah. the microphones hot. I know. That so, might be. That, that might might actually. Maybe that's why I like that. It was chaotic or something. <laughs> like it wasn't planned. Yeah, true, true, true. So I don't know, yeah. but I love that album. Yeah. And it was great to get to talk to him and you know talk about he remembers you know places they ate and mm -hmm. uh, places they traveled to and stuff. And that's so interesting that that burned in his mind. He still thinks about that to this day. Mm -hmm. And that was oh, yeah. forty I mean, some his... years ago. You know how he is. He's very gentleman-like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and but, but he's funny also. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I said, he talked about <coughs> that, you know, when he was in Japan and stuff. And then, uh, it was towards at the very end mm -hmm. of the concert that everybody was coming out to the stage. Right, that, right, right. Uh, we did a finale, like finale. wheel the circle being broken. Uh -huh. So every group and individual that played there. Tried to pile on to yeah. the stage. And, of course, you were just, like, talking to somebody. Talk, talk, talk. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, so, no way. So I was like, okay, whatever. I just go on by myself. Okay. <laughs> so I goes in and everybody's like, where's JP? But uh, I uh, got closer to uh, Doyle Lawson. Mm -hmm. And he, he comes very close to my ear mm -hmm. and says... Uh, well, we should be playing the uh, Fuji Mountain Breakdown. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That song for Blue Grace 45. Yeah, and then I laughed, and then uh, he's like, yeah, that's uh, one of the guy from that Bluegrass 45 who wrote that song. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah, know. You know, I apologize to everybody for me coughing so badly. Mm -hmm, always. I've, I've had this stuff for like a couple of weeks or something. Mm -hmm. But, uh, no, it was really good to talk to him. And he also talked about growing up and playing with Jimmy Martin. Mm -hmm. and, uh, talked about growing up, having to cut tobacco and stuff. Yes. And, uh, uh, you know, and about how adults back then mm -hmm. thought that being a musician was yes. not really doing anything, mm -hmm. which kind of, uh, I guess, still yeah, is. Not, not really wrong, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... It, you're you're doing a lot more than they realize. Yes. It's like those posters you see, like what people think I do, what I actually do, and what I think I do, or something like that. Uh -huh. You know, a musician, most people are like, yeah, they're just like rocking out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, unless you're like, I don't know, Michael Jackson or something, <laughs> kind of a bad example. R. Kelly, that's another bad example. But if you're somebody really big time, yeah, but... In a lot of these situations, like, you know, if, even if these bands go toward Japan, they're going to have to walk. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to carry their stuff. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to rehearse. Yeah. It's not like you just sit around all day and then go walk out onto a stage. No, no. There's a lot of, like... Oh, yeah. Playing and everything. Yeah. And especially him being a band leader. Oh. Trying to keep bands together. And oh, then yeah. if you have people quit or leave then you've got to find new people mm -hmm. and train them. Yeah. That's fairly, that's, that's a lot of work, actually. And I, I, well, of course, you know, he's having those younger mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. so I'm sure they would sometimes argue and, yeah, yeah. you know, those those problems also. Yeah. Like he has to be able to kind of so manage kinda, it too. So he's, not, so he's not, not only a, a musician, singer, uh, he's... Also, like a teacher mm -hmm. as well. Yes. 
you know, not just a band manager, band leader. Mm -hmm. So he's got a lot of different hats and, uh, you know, people that do stuff like that, that it's quite a bit of work, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> I'd have to say. Yeah. I mean, just the scheduling part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's pretty tough. So... So anyway, we got to we got to hang out with Mr. Doyle Lawson and talk to him about a lot of a lot of different things from suits to Japan to backer to a little bit of everything. Yeah. But uh, but if you if you ever get a chance, uh, check out his music. It's Doyle Lawson. Uh, he's he's had his own band for probably thirty some years. Maybe, and uh, he's wanting to tour Japan. Yeah, he did say that he would love to take his own band. Said sure. he had never got to do his own tour so if anybody's listening and you got any uh, major sponsorship money send us an email at uh, .jp at yeah. gmail.com mm -hmm. is that right yep johnpaulusa.jp oh no we have another one for this podcast it's easier the jp pod at oh. gmail.com did you create one yeah the jp pod at gmail.com huh that You've works been, yeah my secret email account. You've been so. working hard. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, so anyway, we'll, we're going to get off here and thank you all for uh, enjoying the. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. If not, you would have turned it off by now. Mm -hmm. But to uh, thank you all for partaking in our first anniversary. Yay! Don't forget to to if you listen to us on iTunes or Stitch or anything like that, uh, give us a a, a recommendation. Mm-hmm. Like give us a thumbs up or some stars or say that we're good or just however you <laughs> you mark us so. uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be right here with you the next time on the JP Pod. I'm JP. I'm Fiddler Leona. Have a good morning, good day, or good night wherever you might be. Stay